Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. And you're about to get jumped. Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> We're doing a conversation about what's going on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, that's not uh, episode titles, and that's not... <laughs> I don't have... Uh, I mean... I don't have a weird thing that happened in that episode queued up for you, so we just... a lot of weird things happen inside of this episode. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump in. <laughs> Hello, hi, everybody. It's, uh, it's been a minute. I don't... Can I... Spencer, I want to make a joke, and I'm worried that it's going to sound like a criticism of you. Okay, go. Also, i got to check my levels. So I'm using new headphones. I got some new headphones for Christmas. And I usually use the ones that just kind of like go over your ear. And these, uh, sorry, these could also be described as going over your ear. So I have like, I have like over the head headphones that have like noise canceling and are like the sort of older style or like even like a recording style headphone. And so like, I can't hear myself in the same way. And I'm afraid my volume is going to be really hot. So, uh, because I, maybe talking way louder just because i can't hear myself like normal (laughs) so i'm sorry about that but uh the joke i was gonna make is that we're back but uh we also have an episode that we've recorded that you haven't heard (laughs) but it was like two months ago and we talked about like life stuff there and (laughs) yeah so we're so, back, but in some ways we are still here in ways that you haven't even heard yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so like uh, we we sort of had like a little bit of a state of the union there. Um, but also so forgive like, us if we're uh, repeating ourselves because that was like a month and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like uh, just just be aware, peeps, uh, that like, if you're listening to this episode, you either listen to the episode that was supposed to be released right at the new year, uh-huh. um, or you're listening to uh, this episode right before that, um, and just be prepared that uh, there there might be some rehashing. Yeah. Um, also, um, when we I, get back to our regular anime coverage, I think our yeah. next episode is a Bleach episode. Uh, and yeah. if you if you don't know, which you might not know because the Bleach episodes are Patreon episodes. And so the stuff that you can listen to if you are not paying us money every month is way earlier than the stuff that we're actually covering right now. So yeah. if you don't know, we are covering the Bounce arc, which is uh, pretty, pretty mid-tier at its best moments filler arc. And I yeah. watched the episodes for it when we were originally scheduled to record, which was like probably back in November. And I won't watch yeah. them again, so I'm going to be going off of my notes. And he I'm just I'm looking forward because they're so bad. They are bad, and I won't do it to myself again. Not again. And I'm looking forward to just stumbling my way through those based on the notes alone. <laughs> That's how it's going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, so Blake has been living a uh, relatively normal life. <laughs> yeah, things have not been too hectic. The biggest, the biggest thing, Pete and I had to make like a sort of large life decision recently, and uh, we, you know, went back and forth over it for a couple of weeks, and uh, now we're on the other side of it. Yeah, um, I, on the other hand, have uh, much more pressing uh, life decisions. Yeah. Um, 
that are relatively bigger than that. Um, but also at the same time, like, uh, I've, I've also been dealing with like, um, uh, let's, let's have a, a quick aside talking about like you, if you think you should talk to a therapist, you should. <laughs> that's, um, that's me. I haven't done it yet, but I had this yeah. conversation with a friend of mine. I was having a Halloween party at our house and a, a friend of mine was like talking about how she you know, had worked in a sort of therapeutic vein and how she does therapy. And I was like, oh man, I really need to get into therapy. But I have this thing where I'm like very pro therapy, except when it comes to me, because I don't want to know, because I think probably yeah. some stuff is wrong with me. And I feel <laughs> like I'm just happier on this side of it, not knowing what it is. Yeah. And she just yeah. looked at me in this way where I could just see in her eyes that she was like, I should just tell him how fucking wrong that viewpoint is, but I'm at his house yeah. party. <laughs> so, so like the, the thing is though, like in, in all realness, um, like if, if you think that you are not okay, um, you should definitely seek therapy. Um, I have been doing teletherapy um, which is like one of the easiest ways to do it. Um, most health insurances actually have a teletherapy built into it that is free. Um, so just be aware of that. You don't, you don't even have to like fucking really schedule a time. Um, as long as you're okay talking to like anybody. Um, I like schedule my times, but it's also like really easy to move them around as well. So like, this is just a, just a better health moment. Um, like do it. Uh, because, uh, I've been going through a lot. Um, and, uh, if, if you don't do that, sometimes you can also not be aware and like how bad you actually are. Um, which was like my case. Uh, so yeah. Um, so that's where my brain has been at. Uh, and, uh, sorry about that y'all. <laughs> um, but like this, you know, for fun podcast is more difficult to do when you're finding it difficult to do anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I like the, uh, I like the mental health is good, uh, tactic that you're taking and that I'm taking only on paper, but not in my actions. <laughs> refuse refuses in his actual life i literally i literally told pete like as new year's we were like you know we're neither of us is like a new year's resolution person but i think we both enjoy the the sort of like opportunity to reflect and i was just like i turned to him and i was just like i really need to probably do therapy this year like the more time goes on i noticed it a couple of years ago and i started commenting on it when i was like as i get older i'm becoming more neurotic and i sort of thought that that was just like an intriguing self-identified phenomenon of aging and like as it has continued i'm like i'm getting more neurotic over time and it's starting to become a problem i probably yeah. need to like deduce what's happening and you know figure out some tactics for moving ahead with this because that it does seem to have a forward momentum of its own and i just need i don't have any preparation for it at all <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so like you know 
that's just what it is. And uh, my my whole my whole thing about saying this and like making sure that I'm getting back to doing the podcasting stuff is that like therapy does help. Um, therapy also will bring up very important questions inside of your life about like why you feel the way that you do. Um, I'm having to grapple with those. Uh, but on the other side of it, it each session that I do where I start to understand what's actually going on, I feel more like myself and also more like I can actually do things because like I had a couple of weeks there where like, if I wasn't working, I was just in bed. So like, you know, it's difficult to do anything. And especially I had this moment yesterday, um, where I was sitting, like sitting there with my computer, like near me. And I was like, and I just was like, I need to do something creative, which like, if you don't, you know, actually there's a mosquito in here. I have to murder it. Um, <laughs> sorry, real quick. Um, anyways, uh, don't cut that. Yeah, it's February and there's mosquitoes in Memphis. Don't come here. Um, anyways, uh, I was sitting next to my computer and I was just like, I want to write. And then I was like, I haven't had the impetus to like the, the ability to like bring myself to do anything creative in literally months, which like Blake can tell you, I, I, relatively do something creative like every day yeah you Um, we a long time ago had a conversation when i first moved to chicago we had a conversation where you were like you know when you don't do something creative i think we're talking specifically about performing or you know doing something Mm -hmm. theater but you know we'll round it up to something creative you're like you know when you don't do something creative and you start to feel like you're just going insane and I, I just think about that so frequently because that was such a, I don't know, that was a defining conversation for me. I don't know if you remember having it at all, but I was like, I, that was like one of my key moments. Yeah, it's just true, though. It's like if you're somebody who likes to be creative and then suddenly you can't do it anymore because your brain won't let you, like something is wrong. So like, yeah, that was important for me. And I realized that I'm like possibly, you know, at least to the point where I can actually function again. Um, so that's good. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's my long and short of me saying as well that like we're getting back to podcasting and I'm holding myself to that. It may be slower than the way that we were before, but I'm going to do my best to be more of a human. <laughs> I, I think, well, you and I haven't talked about this. I know we we addressed it a little bit in the uh, year-end episode that you guys haven't heard yet, which is semi-ironic, I guess, if we go back and listen to it. But I think, uh, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say that our, our hope, uh, to the extent that you could call it a goal, is to get back to our once-a-week release schedule where we're doing all of our, you know, regular things and then hope hopefully starting to add on, you know, we still love, not that we've been able to go to them recently because of various things in our lives that have been happening, but we still love the idea of like going to a convention and having crossover episodes and stuff like that. So all of that stuff still staying within the realm of possibility, but the theory of the case is that we will eventually work our way back to the once a week release schedule that's that's i think currently where we're both standing uh yeah but that has just not been working lately yeah uh and 
the free time has been lovely. So I thank you for that, Spencer. <laughs> but uh, you know what? You know what? Two things. One, <laughs> fuck you, Blake. Number two. Um, also, that fucking mosquito apparently got me before I got it. And yeah. Now I have a mosquito bite on my thumb. It is fucking February, you guys. <laughs> like mosquitoes in February is not supposed to be a thing. The world's on fire. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, um, so we'll hopefully let's, get let's, back to it, but I, I suspect it'll take us a while to get back there. Okay, so I have two anime things to talk about. Oh! Um, first of all, um, I want to talk about the fact that uh, during my malaise, um, one of one of my like shining moments inside of it is that when you can't find yourself doing anything, you end up doing at least watching things uh-huh. which is what i did um and i ended up watching like way 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 too many of the studio ghibli films again okay um and let's let's have a brief conversation about the boy and the heron have you seen it yet yeah we saw it in uh in theaters oh my god <laughs> that movie is astounding yeah i uh I still, so this is between Oscars being released and Oscars happening, and I'm still, personally, I vibe more with the Spider-Verse movie. Um, That really hit for me, and when I watched it, actually within the first 10 minutes of the movie, I turned to Pete in the theater and was like, this is going to win an Academy Award. Uh, but The Boy and the Heron is also up for Best Animated Picture, and I think it's going to be a tough race. Yeah. But I, while I was watching it, all I could think about was just like, this is such an interesting, interesting way to deal with like a real life thing of loss, as well as dealing with something that seems to be universal inside of mythology. Um, cause like it is for not like no spoilers really, but like there is a, a large mythological base to it, um, that you can really see, especially if you got into Greek mythology. It's a kind of Narnia-esque, like Mm. go to the mystical world journey type of film. Yeah. You know, it also kind of, it kind of reminded me as well of like a, like a, um, Persephone or, um. Like Eurydice, yeah, sort of thing. yeah. Just, I got those vibes like very heavily. Just the movie. like classic also, the score is yeah, gorgeous. It is. It's. I mean, it like I don't know. This is maybe a little trite on an anime podcast, but like all Ghibli movies, it is really good. Uh, if for no other reason than the craft is very very high. Um, yeah. But there, yeah, there is just a sort of an intriguing hook to it that that is pretty pervasive yeah and i mean like you know i i really like ghibli films and i decided that i was going to watch all of them before i watched boy and the heron which is what (laughs) happened um and i will say two things one they are not all created equal um i still don't like ponyo and people don't get mad at me about that (laughs) like don't at me (laughs) ponyo is just like very like it's just a little bit more of like a vibe yeah but also um there is the most emotionally devastating one of them all and i still don't tell people to watch um grave of the fireflies Uh 
Um, I'm like, don't, don't watch it. <laughs> you know, I've but never like, seen it. All I know about it is that Spencer uh, has complicated feelings about it. Because, uh, so here's the thing. It is beautiful. And it is well written. And it is amazing. The, the voice cast is amazing inside of it. Everything about the movie is good. But. It is too good at being a tragedy that is too close to being so real that it's hard to watch. Uh, and by hard to watch, I mean there will be moments in it where you just hate the world. Um, that's because just normal. Just, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's just so fucking brutal. So, like, it's been out long enough that, like, be aware of spoilers. If you haven't seen it, uh, maybe skip ahead a little bit, but just be aware. So it's dealing with, like, the... Uh, uh, the the war in uh, like I guess it's World War Two I think it's when it happens, um, but it deals with like two children that are orphaned um, during the war and they are trying to survive by themselves and it does not go well <laughs> <laughs> and it goes well to the point where like nobody makes it and it's just. It's just so, so upsetting to watch, like, small children that don't know how to work inside of the world, especially as a parent, to watch this again and be like, this is what would happen if, like, nobody was paying attention and they were trying to keep it together. And, like, it's just so fucking brutal to watch. Mm. Um, anyways, uh, Ghibli films are good. Also, uh, a show that is coming out... Um, and I've watched the trailer no less than a hundred times, oh. just trying to piece together parts of it to see if I, I just wanted You're to try to put the so first episode bad. together out of clips of the different trailers so you can have it. Yeah. It's just, so Avatar, the last airbender, the live action oh, okay. is coming out soon. And, uh, I want it to be good so bad. It's like hurting me. Uh-huh. Uh, I just yeah. want it so bad and i think that we have finally been spoiled by something good finally being a live action version of it with the one piece yeah something that, finally like... went right once <laughs> so it's just like please let this be how it's gonna like when i started watching marvel movies right when like the avengers came out um like and they get into like the marvel verse i guess um like and iron man came out and i was just like this is really good Right? Yeah. And then Thor came out and I was like, it's good. Yeah. And I saw the Avengers. <laughs> and I was just like, this is what you can be. And then, you know, other things have happened since then. But I'm saying. Yeah, your mileage that, may like, vary post Avengers 2012. Yeah. So, like, I'm just saying that, like, you know, you see what it could be with One Piece. <laughs> and please, please let this be. Like,. The turning point for them to create, like, a good adaptation universe on a streaming platform. Please, for the love of God. Yeah, I, I'll say I am not very excited about it, which is not me saying I'm unexcited. What? How do I say this? What I'm trying to say is not that I'm, like, dreading it. Or not that I yeah. don't care, but that I was burned by Cowboy Bebop. And, all, so you know, funny. partly because we as an anime podcast wanted to find tidbits about it so that we could um, 
have stuff for our news segments and then having those tidbits sort of by their very nature, um, you know, brought out this discussion in us where we would, you know, speculate about what those, that news might imply for the series. Uh, and the short version of that, if you weren't around for those discussions was, uh, all of the news seemed to indicate that things were going to turn out right because uh, the team working on the project seemed, you know, to really have a, a full understanding of the series and have their hearts in the right place. And I think that most people who have seen the final project would not agree with that as an accurate assessment. And I don't know, yeah. I don't know what kind of, you know, things changed in the process versus like marketing versus reality versus, you know, I thought I understood the show, but you know, the fans didn't agree with me. I don't know where on the spectrum that landed because once we reviewed Cowboy Bebop on our show, I was like, I'm done. I don't need to know any more about this. And I, you know, the rest of the world seems to have felt the same way. And so I think, uh, you know, other than like, I definitely was excited when like this, one of the top posts on Reddit one day was like, here at the first, you know, images from the live action series have dropped. And I totally was like, oh, that's exciting. And I clicked on them and looked at it. And when I saw that the trailer was available, I clicked on it and watched it. So like, I'm, I'm watching and I'm excited. But I'm also like, it's one of those things where I'm like, we're going to watch it. We'll probably watch it for this podcast since it is, you know, under certain definitions, an anime adaptation. And, you know, it's going to come out and it's going to be what it is. And I don't want to go through the whole rigmarole of like looking at all the pre-release things and trying to deduce how good of an adaptation it's going to be before it happens because we did that with Cowboy Bebop and my heart fell and then we didn't do it with One Piece and my heart soared and I don't know where I stand now and I'm just like, I'm going to watch it and I don't need to know any more about it until when it comes out. <laughs> yep, yep. So that's the anime stuff um, and that's the life stuff. So, sorry about being a short episode but uh, I just wanted to update and then we'll be back to normally scheduled things soon. Yeah, and get excited for whenever we get back to this, we get to do that fucking Bleach episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. what is that even going to well, be? <laughs> I don't even know. There's Anyways, probably snakes in it. Credits and we'll talk about some other stupid shit. <laughs> Uh, next time on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, uh, we will, um, maybe we'll do, I don't know, what are, What do you think? Um, I'm trying to figure out if we can set up a way to play virtually Legendary some more. Guys, we played for like Nine hours, hours, something like that, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't nonstop because we went to sleep at one point, but... <laughs> yeah, it's a really good game. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, 